What is the triumph in today's gospel passage? I couldn't find it either. We call it the triumphant entry, but it doesn't really look all that triumphant to me, honestly. For instance, Jesus does not ride a mighty steed, a big stallion, a war horse. He sits on a borrowed colt from a poor farmer. He has no army of followers, counting cadence as they march. He has a few disciples, outcast, nobodies really, singing praises to God. Does anyone care? No. They carry no banners or insignias. insignias. They demand no real recognition. Instead, old clothes are thrown on a mountain path before him. And if you read a bit further after today's gospel passage, you will find that Jesus is, is weeping. I'd be weeping too if that was my big moment of entry. Today's gospel describes both a literal and figurative downhill ride to Jerusalem. It does not resemble anything that we have come to expect when we hear the word triumph. There are no high fives, no chanting, no we're number one. No one gets a ring or a trophy. There are no victory speeches. So it would seem that, for Jesus at least, triumph is not about winners or losers. Perhaps, for Jesus, triumph has more to do with the fullness of life. To understand the triumph of this day, we first have to understand that triumph does not begin with Jesus riding that colt into Jerusalem. The triumph began the day that Mary said, let it be. Let it be. With those words, she opened her life and all of human history for God to enter in to this world in a physical and tangible and very personal way Let it be. The triumph, which we think is Jesus riding that colt into Jerusalem, is so much bigger. That triumph happens every every moment in our own lives when we permit God to enter in. God's entry into human history, that is the triumph. Jesus' life itself is the triumph. Jesus' movement from Mary's womb to the Bethlehem manger is the triumph. Every point where Jesus' life and ministry intersects with the reality of our lives becomes a point of triumph. Jesus bringing good news to the poor, healing the brokenhearted, giving sight to the blind, release to the captives, Letting the oppressed go free, triumph. Jesus, including the outcast, setting a place at the table for the unacceptable, forgiving sinners, loving the enemy, giving life to the dead, triumph. Everywhere he goes, Jesus tramples the cloaks 
that hide the fullness of life. Everywhere he goes, he reveals new life, new hope, and new possibilities. He does not do this in the usual way, a way of domination, of control, strength, or political finesse, ways that we are accustomed to. More often than not, we so wish that Jesus would pluck us from our difficult circumstances, those painful circumstances in life. Yet that's not what he does. He never does that. Instead, he offers himself, all that he is and all that he has. He holds nothing back. Jesus redefines triumph through the life that he lived and the death death that he offered for you. Triumph. Where triumph for us might look like escaping vulnerability, risk, and suffering, Triumph for Jesus means entering into and embracing risk and suffering. He enters the very places we always hope to avoid. And there he reveals God's transformative presence, healing, life, and love. To the extent that we cloak ourselves, covering up and hiding our vulnerability the brokenness, the painful places of our lives. We deny Jesus' triumphant entry. We have all cloaked our lives in something. Fear, anger, guilt, regret, control, power, sorrow, perfectionism, prejudice, and the need for approval. Each one of us could probably add to that list of cloaks that we wear. Most of us probably wear more than one. Each cloak we wear separates us from God and each other in the fullness of life. I cannot help but wonder if the palms we carry this day somehow become just another cloak. It is one thing to gather every year on Palm Sunday sing about following Jesus, Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna. Wave our palms, which I didn't give to you. And then go to brunch. Because that's what Jesus did. It is a completely different thing, though, to put on the mind of Christ. Entering and embracing the vulnerability, the risk, and the suffering of our world. you should be more concerned about the cloaks that you wear than the palms you carry. Here's an interesting fact. St. Luke, in today's passage, never mentions palms as part of the triumphant entry into Jerusalem. They simply are not part of his story, but cloaks are. The triumph of Palm Sunday is not about waving our palms at Jesus or for Jesus. It is not Jesus riding into Jerusalem on a colt. The real triumph of Palm Sunday 
is when we have the courage and the faith to throw down our cloaks before God. The real triumph of Palm Sunday is when we stand absolutely naked, vulnerable, and exposed to God's life and God's love, and how that might change us, reform us, make us new. That's the triumph. So which will it be? Waving palms, I have some hidden in the back, or throwing down your cloaks. Thanks be to God. Amen.